Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Mm -hmm. And he also had a ritual of dousing himself with frigid water to remain awake. What? Class is in. Rock School Radio Show. Howdy, everybody. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. Monique, where were you? What are you going to say about? What are you going to think about? What's going on? We had a concert this weekend at Augustine's in downtown Hammond. Thank you, guys, with Better by Design and Modern Language. It was fantastic. Excellent. We had a lot of fun. Our students got to learn how to run live sound. Good. And the radio station made money. We did. Oh, that's what it's all about right there. You got to keep the lights on. Yep. And you got to support local music. How loud was the concert? I had a headache by about 1 a.m. I was like, I had to take a couple of breaks and walk outside. So it was too loud. You're too old. Marie. Exactly. I See? know. I know. It's the students were loud. hanging in there. I couldn't. Which leads us into our topic today. Uh, now, you've gone to a lot of concerts. Right. Have you ever put hearing protection in when you went to the concert? Never. I'm no. the one that sits by the speakers. Oh, are you really? I am. Oh, not good. I like good. to be close. Now, you've obviously walked out and you had that ringing in your ears and right. such. A lot of people... People, I'm I'm one of them. I like to be close enough that when the chords hit, you can feel it inside of your lungs. Oh yeah, you right. have to. You want that power hitting you right in the chest, not mm-hmm. so much in the head, but right in the chest. However, from a real early age, and I've done that when I've walked out and I've had the discussion with other guys. You know, oh my ears are ringing so bad, and when they talk back to you, my ears are ringing too because <laughs> you can't hear. Right. I decided because I went to a concert one time with a few friends, and to this day, uh, I wear hearing protection. I take contractor earplugs, 28 decibel drop earplugs, and I stick them in my ears. And the thing about contractor earplugs is they're always like bright yellow or bright orange, (laughs) so you you can't hide them. Uh, I wear them on stage as well, Mm -hmm. and I catch heck from people, you, you know, you woman, (laughs) you shouldn't do that kind of thing. The thing is, I have all my hearing. Why? And other friends don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're concerned. They have little bits of tinnitus, which is the ringing in the ear. Mm-hmm. I thought after that, would a rock school show be worthy of hearing loss and what's happening with hearing loss? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So I thought what I'd do is I'd gather information about that, and I have a whole lot of it here. So those of you out there, if you've been to concerts or you younger kids who are listening, if you stick those things in your ears, mm-hmm. those earbuds in your ears, and you think, well, I'm fine. I just got the earbuds in my ears. You're not as safe as you think. And also, mm-hmm. in the world of radio, there is a disease called disc jockey disease. Really? Right. It, we don't wear headphones anymore, but it used mm-hmm. to be you wore headphones all the time to to do radio. Right. Put the headphones on. When it started to get a little dull, you turn the headphones up. Mm-hmm. When it started to get a little dull, you turn the headphones up and on and on and on. And you slowly but surely deafened yourself. Right. And I know disc jockeys who, I mean, I'd go in and see them. They were around 50. 
I'd go in and see them, and their headphones, their cans, were blaring at the top <laughs> of loudness. And it was, you know, can't you hear that? Oh, no, I wish I could get it louder. It's because wow. they were slowly but surely over the years destroying their hearing. Yeah, and I'm so, guilty of very loud music oh, in my car. Really? Oh, mm, uh, we're going to talk about that today in decibels <laughs> and things like that. So, I love it loud. It's Kiss as we talk about hearing loss on Rock School for an hour today. Talking hearing loss here on Rock School today. Do you think you have any hearing loss whatsoever from all of the concerts you went to? Do you know? Probably a little bit. Does it bother you at all? Some people take it as a badge of courage. No, not right, not right now. Maybe later on. Okay. Well, I, you know, I play in a band with a bunch of guys, mm-hmm. and some of them will sit there and talk about it as if it's their, you know, I don't know if red badge of courage is the correct way of <laughs> saying it, but it's sort of their mantra. You know, I did this to myself, and it's the scars from the battles I fought while being in the concert hall. Right. And I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of that. I Mm-mm. guess Skunk Baxter, the guitarist for Steely Dan, and then later on uh, Doobie Brothers, mm-hmm. used to wear headphones on stage really and people would you know give him heck up one side and down the other what are you doing all that kind of stuff today he has his hearing whereas people around him Mm -hmm. do not have their hearing and it's i guess it's one of those last laugh type things but do you really want to laugh at somebody who has lost their hearing right so here's what we're worried about Noise-induced hearing loss is what it's called, according to the National Institute of Health. Mm -hmm. Typically around 3,000, 4,000 to 6,000 hertz. What we're worried about is the noise notch. As damage occurs, the notch, where damage occurs, where you start to hurt yourself, the notch lowers in frequency. So if you keep going to concerts and you keep sticking in earbuds and you keep blaring inside of your car... right. Where your ears start to get hurt lowers and lowers and lowers. So it becomes easier and easier and easier Mm -hmm. to hurt your ears. And you turn it louder and louder and louder. Exactly. It's the disc jockey disease I talked about in the first break. Mm -hmm. Well, many people say to themselves, it'll heal. Mm -hmm. No problem. It'll heal. No, no, it won't. Once the damage has occurred, yes, there is a point in your young life, okay, it'll get better. Right. Once you have harmed, once you have killed, once you have performed damage, hmm, it does not heal. That's the downside of it. Here's the even worse side. Louder sounds damage quicker and sounds that are quick loud, like a gunshot, Mm -hmm. are even worse to do damage to your hearing, mm-hmm. i.e. the band on stage says, everybody get ready, boom, and the whole band comes in at one shot. Right. That's worse for you than if it gradually gets louder and louder and louder. Does that is that because it's giving your time, your ears time to adjust? It's Right. It's giving you the ability to almost get ready for it, whereas if out of the clear blue sky something happens, I mm-hmm. mean, think of a thunder crack and how it makes you jump. Gotcha. So... There's this thing, according to OSHA, called the exposure action value. If you are dealing with a certain amount of sound pressure, you get to stay with it for a certain amount of time. Okay. 80 decibels, which is about a good yell. Okay. People are yelling at you. Not screaming, but a good yell at you. Mm -hmm. So a loud machine. You can be there for 20 minutes. However, if it only raises up three decibels, Mm -hmm. you have to cut that time in half. 
Hmm. So 80 decibels, 20 minutes. If it goes up to 83, you have to get out there after 10 minutes. Uh-huh. So OSHA right now states a worker has a weighted average of 85 decibels over an eight-hour period if you're going to be in there. Huh. Meaning if okay. it's 85 decibels, machines, what have you. The employer has to enact a hearing action program. That's a nice way of saying you got to give them some kind of hearing things. You got to stick something in their ears. You got to put muffs on top of their ears because if you don't, Mm -hmm. you're going to permanently damage their hearing. And you say, well, 85 degrees, pardon me, 85 decibels, that can't be so bad. The average concert, rock concert, Uh will easily hit 100. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Easily hit Mm -hmm. 100. And you're in there for an hour and a half. Right. Two hours. And you've said yourself, you didn't stick anything in your ears, did you? How many of you out there did the same thing? And you walked out in the ringing and you right. and you bragged about the ringing. Any damage? Yeah. Does something ring in your ear every so often? I'm actually pretty thankful mm-hmm. now for all those times that my husband's band played and they had other bands. And I yeah. was like, oh, let me take a break. Let me go walk outside. Smart I'm very idea. thankful for that now. Smart idea. Judas Priest. Lord, they were. You got another thing coming on Rock School. Hearing loss. What? You got some priest. Oh, with the hearing (laughs) loss, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. You say you were that person who liked to sit in front of the speakers. Oh, yeah. Right. Here are some tips from the ear people. What to do at concerts. (laughs) Sit at least 10 feet away from speakers. It's okay. best to sit even farther away. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, were you at least 10 feet away? I was away? probably like six. Okay. That's not 10. <laughs> All right. Take breaks in quieter areas. How many people do you know will get up and leave a concert? Right. Not very many. Most the people big one simply now. stay put. No, of course not. I didn't do it either, but then again, I stuck something in my ear. Mm-hmm. Move around venues. If you won't leave mm. the venue, move. Because what it does is it changes the way the sound hits your ear. Okay, that makes sense. So that makes sense. Avoid having others shout at you to be heard. Once the concert starts, don't talk to one another. And you know what? God, I'd really appreciate that if you wouldn't talk to each other while I'm watching the concert. If for nothing else, your ear. Shut up. I paid $100 plus. Really? Mm -hmm. Shut up. (laughs) All right. Uh, Don't drink before the concert. Not that it will harm your ear, Mm -hmm. but what it does is it makes you less aware of the pain. Oh, okay. And you will sit through it. And it says here, rest your ears for 24 hours after noise exposure to give them a chance to recover, i.e. don't do a concert tonight, then a concert tomorrow night, then a concert the next night. Ah. Don't do that. Now, those are indoor concerts. Outdoor concerts are a little bit different because they do allow the sound to go or to other places, but don't yell at each other, move Mm -hmm. around the venue, and if you can, take breaks, or wear some kind of hearing protection. Absolutely. That may very well help you out. Says here that ACDC was, for the shortest time, one of the loudest bands in the world, and then, of course, somebody had to come along and break it. Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Uh Cheaps, Act Act on Rock School.
All right, first break here on Rock School. Want to hear some famous people with extreme hearing loss? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, most people know Pete Townsend. Mm-hmm. It all started in the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour when they had rigged up an explosion inside of the drums, and he happened to be right in front of it. Boom. Wow. There's that loud, explosive noise mm-hmm. that, you know, it wasn't so much a gradual increase in sound. Kaboom. The percussion, you know, mm-hmm. said, and he says he lives with tinnitus now. Uh-huh. So Phil Collins, he does not tour anymore. He obviously has a hurt back, but he mm-hmm. also cites a hearing condition that has plagued him for years. George oh. Martin, the fifth Beatle, who was their producer for years and years, mm-hmm. he states one of the reasons he decided to retire was because his ears lost the precise touch that he needed to be a producer. Oh, yeah. Brian Wilson of the Beatles. Beach Boys has a terrible problem with his ear. In fact, Bob Dylan, quote, pointed out saying, Jesus, look at that ear. It should be in a Smithsonian. So Eric Clapton is extremely hard of hearing. And most that that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And most people know that Beethoven went deaf and wrote his Ninth Symphony when he was deaf, writing it simply mathematically. Uh, He went completely deaf in 1814. Historians aren't really sure why he went deaf, but the two leading thought processes are that he had a high amount of lead in his body because of his diet and because of things that he took to attempt to, you know, handle diseases at the time. They didn't quite know what they were doing back then. Uh And he also had a ritual of dousing himself with frigid water to remain awake in order to continue writing music. And they say he would throw it into his ears as well. Uh. And, you know, it's it's not that the loud music would do anything to him. Mm-hmm. If you just take and harm your ears in any way, mm-hmm. you're going to somehow hurt the cells that are in there and they will, after a while, die off. Oh. Hello, KFRY Sandpoint, Idaho. Thank you so much for listening to the radio show. Hi, guys, at WMCE in Erie, Pennsylvania. Search Rock School Radio Show on Facebook and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, in the last break, before the one-minute commercial we just took, Mm -hmm. I said that Beethoven had hearing loss. Right. When you talk hearing loss, everybody immediately thinks rock stars. You know, kiss, accept. Exactly. That kind of thing. Uh, In reality, a study showed that rock musicians who have been playing at least 16 years, Mm -hmm. the study suggests at least a 15% significant hearing loss. Hmm. Okay, those that didn't take steps to help their hearing right however it's not only rock musicians a study of 130 jazz musicians suggested that 85 percent of them suffer some kind of hearing loss due to the loud music and due to the type of instruments that are played really because higher frequencies will harm the ears more than lower frequencies. So huh. if you play the bass guitar and that's all you listen to are the lower frequencies, mm-hmm. you have a less chance than if you are sitting around a bunch of piccolos. 
Wow, that's kind of interesting. That said, classical musicians are not immune. Mm -hmm. Yet another study of those who play in orchestras, specifically trumpeteers and piccolo players, receive a higher decibel level than other people in the orchestra, and many of them have shown hearing loss. Wow. So you think, you know, I play in the orchestra. I, I don't have any concern, but it has to do not only with loudness, but it has to do with frequency. Mm-hmm. And if you're surrounded by these instruments that are blaring at the top, you know, well, they're not amplified. They're, how can they hurt me? 85 so, decibel, mm-hmm. 80 decibel, 83 decibel. And you think, well, 83, 85, what's the difference? Every 10 decibel is a doubling of sound. Yeah, that's crazy. So you're talking in the 80s. And you play it for a long period of time with a few blasts mm-hmm. over how many years? It's going to turn around and bite you, even if you're playing Mozart, Bach, Paganini. I'm picturing in my head, like, going to see this orchestra and everybody has, like, hot pink and green and yellow earplugs. <laughs> in their ears. Yeah, you don't mine, see that. Mine are screaming green. Are they? They really are. You know, southeastern green. <laughs> the MC5, nice and loud. Kick out the jams, mother. No. I should stop there here in rock school. <laughs> Bottom of the hour here on Rock School, coming out of the MC5. It's up to you whether you want to turn up the radio, but if you do, think about the amount of decibels that are coming right out at you. By the Mm -hmm. way, a study was done that suggested almost two-thirds of young people could be persuaded to wear hearing protection if the hearing protection was offered to them right there at the concert. Really? Yes. That's so cool. if the venue wanted, add what? 30 cents, 50 cents to the ticket. Right. I know that makes people go, because a ticket master, mm-hmm. add 50 cents to the ticket, have the little foam earplugs, and hand them out to mm-hmm. the kids at the concert. And if everybody has them, it's one of those, if everybody's special, nobody's special. Right. If everybody has them, there's a good, like it says here, two-thirds chance that the kids will stick them in their ears. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Will they keep them in their ears? Because sometimes they're going to be, well, I don't know. That doesn't sound quite right. Right. You have to understand you're saving your ears as much as enjoying the concert. I wonder if they made cool colors and... Well, you can customize the them. Sure, turn them into you know tie-dye colors and right. stuff. But it all comes down to about four songs in, are they going to go, I'm not hearing this the way I want to. True. And pull them out. So, bottom of the hour, let's do seven days, 70 seconds. My name's Joe Burns, you are. Tony Gregoire. And these are the dates, April 14th all the way through April 20th. Something that happened on these dates back in rock and roll history. You got Monday, go. April 14th, 1970, Stephen Stills breaks his wrist while driving into a parked car, forcing the cancellation of CSNY's upcoming American tour. April 15th, happy tax day, 1969, Archie Bell and the Drells, and we can dance just as good as we want, completes his tour of duty in Vietnam and is discharged from the U.S. Army. April 16th, 1976, Boz Skaggs goes to visit his friend Bobby Blue Bland's backstage at the famed Anton's in Austin, Texas. 
and is beaten unconscious by two bouncers. Really? Wow. April 17th, 1965, the development of the new eight-track tape player is announced uh-huh. by RCA and Learjet. Wow, really? Believe it or not. Yeah. April 18th, 1975, the Alice Cooper television special, Welcome to, to My Nightmare, airs on ABC. April 1962, in another big step forward for Soul, Jackie Wilson begins a headlining stint at New York's famous Copacabana. <laughs> trip, trip, trip. And on April 20th, 1976, that night's Monty Python concert held in New York, George Harrison joins them on stage, replete with Mountie outfit for a rousing rendition of the Lumberjack song. Now, before we did seven days and 70 seconds, I mm-hmm. talked about that young people, if you give them the earphones or ear pads at the concert, mm-hmm. there's a good chance they'll wear them. Right. The similar study or a study done at the same time stated, what do you think about this feeling in your ear? And most of them said it'll heal. Okay. Right. It'll well, go away. Right. It, it, it'll just, you know, on its own. When asked, only 55% suggested they believed that they were actually hurting themselves. So they don't know that they're doing something bad to themselves. Mm-hmm. A similar study of 700 concert goers stated that the music, or pardon me, only 35% stated that the music could be too loud. They didn't believe there was a point at which the music could be so loud it could hurt huh. them. And also, research suggests that even after extensive therapy and medication, only 33% of those who go to concerts receive any level of relief from hearing loss or tinnitus. So once you get it, 33% are the only people that even receive relief. 66%, no relief whatsoever. Hmm. Once you have it, you have it. Stick the things in your ears. Right. And you know what's what's odd is you walk around campus and probably every third to fifth student has earbuds in. Oh, I have studies on that as well. Do you? Oh. I'd be interested to see those because, Come I mean, back. you walk around campus and I can hear the music. Those are not in my ears, no. but I can still hear your music. You got it. And it's it's the disc jockey disease again. Back, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Here's Boston smoking on Rock School. Boston, you ask specifically about all these kids walking around with these earbuds stuck in their ears. Right. Right. 
You even hear now today or see today kids wearing those big puffy headphones. Right. I'm curious right. about the difference of those. Well, the difference is really that the earbuds at least allow you to be somewhat aware of surroundings, mm -hmm. whereas the headphones, they're what are known as muffs. Mm -hmm. They go all the way around the ear and attempt to literally silence anything that's around you, simply giving you the music. That, that's right. the whole purpose of them. They wish you to become... I don't know, enveloped in right. the music. That's okay. what I use when I do my production. Right. I have a pair of cans. Right. You have a huge pair of muff earphones. I've seen mm -hmm. them. And uh, the whole concept is, you know, if I come running up to you and I talk, all you see is the mouth move. <laughs> you are enveloped in the music. Okay. According to research, earbuds are possibly worse than concerts. Now, some people are going to go, oh, no, come on. This is some researcher that is simply saying this to make kids scared, take out the earbuds. Yeah, but you're inserting it inside of your ear. Exactly that. Concerts are a sound that you are inside of. It's mm -hmm. all around you, okay? Right. And you can move through it, mm -hmm. okay? Great. Earbuds and earphones mm -hmm. are extremely focused, directed sound. And it has been shown that over 15 minutes at a time can begin to hear, to begin to have hearing loss, depending right. on where you have them set. Mm -hmm. From the National Institute of Sound, normal talking is around 40 to 60 decibel. Mm -hmm. I am right now at 40 to 60 decibel. Okay. A rock concert can go all the way up to 100 to 110, but when you get up that high, they're going to hurt their audience. So right. we're talking outdoor concerts. Mm -hmm. Headphones, easily, uh -huh. easily on the machines they have today, can reach 100 to 110 decibels by themselves. Wow. And if you have the muffs, uh -huh. you have 110 decibels, 100 decibels. Let's, let's say it's not even 100. Let's say it's only 90 decibels. Okay. Fine. So it's like, I'm screaming at you. <laughs> In a set of muffs surrounding your ears, pointed directly down your ear canal. Right. It's it's far worse than a concert. Mm -hmm. So, and you say to these kids, "Don't do that." And what they'll tell you is, well, "I don't have them on very loud." Except, like you suggested, you hear it. I hear it. I walk past you, and I know exactly what you're listening to. Right. And again, disc jockey disease. Mm -hmm. I don't hear it, so I'll turn it up a little bit more. Mm, I don't hear it again, I'll turn it up a little bit more. It takes a long time. Rush Limbaugh will tell you all day long he went deaf because of a virus in his ear. I don't huh. believe it. I think he went deaf because of disc jockey disease. Probably. Slowly but surely turned it up. And there you have it. Blue cheer, summertime blues. Cool, these guys were cool. <laughs> on Rock School. All right, second break here on Rock School. I'll tell you some more rock stars that have some hearing loss. Okay. Jeff Beck, loud music, years and years and years. Mm -hmm. He says he has a, quote, moderately painful onset of tinnitus. Oh. Right. He played for the Yardbirds, and he says at that mm -hmm. point in time, they were using huge Marshall amplifiers, Vox amplifiers. Uh -huh. These are heavy, heavy amps. And people say, well, they're heavy today. Yeah, I get it. 
but they were using walls of them. Yeah, and this was then. what seventies, uh, early, well, yeah, late sixties, early seventies. Okay, loud, boom, 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 and it simply beat them up. Mm-hmm. And when you have tinnitus, you know everybody gets it every so often. That ringing in the ear, you right. get too close to a, an electrical object, or somebody turns on a TV sometimes, and that change in frequency will hit a ringing in the ears. Oh yeah, go ahead and think of that constantly in your life and you can't get away from it oh yeah that'd be miserable yeah dire straits bassist john isley told Mm -hmm. this to the uk daily mail he said i would turn up my bass as high as i could possibly get it because i didn't want to be drowned out by the drums (laughs) and he stands right by the drums as well right so there you have it you have his amplifiers boom and you have the drums so he's constantly in a fight with this on stage. Mm-hmm. And I know what I said earlier in the show, lower frequencies won't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, not in a studio setting, but he's on stage. Right. Attempting to fill, what, 60,000 seat halls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there comes a point in time. Mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand has tinnitus. Really? Yes. Metallica's Lars Ulrich states that he used to play on stage with no ear protection and has terrible problems with yeah. loud noises. I figure Metallica would be on the list. You would think, yeah. Ryan Adams has, and I'm not sure how to pronounce this. If I'm saying it wrong, my apologies, Meniere's disease. Hmm. It's an illness that attacks the inner ear, which has got to be hideous oh, yeah. for a musician. He has admittedly lost 50 to 60% of his hearing already. In fact, he took an entire year off from performing music and worked with therapists to be able to live with his disease and work out ways to record and play live with this disease. I don't have on here whether this disease will, at some point in time in his life, simply take his hearing. But at this point, 50 to 60 percent gone. And you got to wonder if that disease will take the hearing. Imagine having that in your brain. At some point in time in my life, I will go deaf. Mm-hmm. That would that would drive you insane, wouldn't oh, God, it? Yeah. <sighs> KPVL Decora, Iowa. Thanks for running the radio show. WBSD, Burlington, Wisconsin. Hey you guys. Bet, you bet. Okay, back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. Quick question, Monique. Do you think we could ever persuade rock bands to only play at 85 decibels? No. I don't think we could either. <laughs> no. I just don't think we can. That's one suggestion that one of these hearing groups made. Mm-hmm. Let's just make a law that you can't play over 85 decibels. I just don't That'll think that's going to happen. And people don't want that. Mm-hmm. They don't. However... There are a lot of groups and a lot of rock stars who have hurt their hearing who are trying to basically say to younger people, look, don't do this. Right. There is a group called HEAR, Hearing Education and Awareness for Rockers, mm-hmm. where a lot of people, including Pete Townsend of The Who, have started an initiative in educating the publics on the dangers of excessive you know, sound. Right. And what they're trying to do is get free hearing protection to people going into concerts. It's already mm-hmm. started in the San Francisco Bay Area. And an earlier study I talked about suggests if you put these things in the hands of kids as they're mm-hmm. walking in the concert, you got about a two-third shot of them sticking them in their ears. Yeah, because they still think at that age, they really think they're invincible. It's oh, not going to happen to me. I'm it's with you completely. Mentality. I'm with you completely. Uh, my kids, when they go to concerts, mm-hmm. I will do my darndest 
to make sure that they do that. Uh, when they came to saw my, see my band play, mm-hmm. they wore uh, what are known as woodworker muffs. Oh, okay. The things you wear in the woodshop to mm-hmm. kill sound altogether. Paul Stanley of Kiss, we started the show with a Kiss song. Mm-hmm. He is on a crusade to warn fans to wear earplugs because he has hearing loss. Yeah, that he was not said, surprising either. Right. He says music can get so loud that it shakes your body and actually turns your brain to jelly. He has teamed up with a nonprofit research institute, House Research Institute, on an initiative called Sound Rules. It's how you listen that counts. He says, I don't want to preach because the kids will not listen to an old man preaching. Exactly. He says, I just want to give you the facts, but if you're going to go to a concert, these things are cheap. Mm -hmm. Buy them, stick them in your ears. Right. And some people are going to say, well, you know, I'm old. I've been to these concerts. Hearing loss is cumulative. Mm -hmm. If you stop at this point and stick these things in your ear, you're going to stop whatever problems you have to this point. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't I don't not go to concerts. I still go and see bands. Right. But I tell you what, I certainly take initiative. I'm going to band practice tonight Mm -hmm. and I'm going to stick things in my ears tonight. I'm not walking out with any problems. So that's going to wrap it up. So I think I've preached enough. Hopefully (laughs) I've done exactly what Paul Stanley told me exactly not to do. So we're going to wrap it up with the James Gang, who's ridiculously loud. And my Mm -hmm. band plays a James Gang song. We may play it tonight. Uh, That's going to do it. I'm Joe Burns. Monique Gregoire. We'll see you next week. Class is dismissed. (laughs) 